Um, today, today's topic is escaping the wisdom of this age, and it will be ministered unto us by Brother Amon. And um, his reading is going to be taken from the book of 1 Corinthians 3, 18 to 23. 1 Corinthians 3, 18 to 23. Allow me to read from, from NIV. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is folly, is fully with God, for it is written, he catches the wise in, in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, and they, will, they are futile. So let no one boast in men, for, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future, all are yours. And you are Christ's, and Christ is the Lord. This is taken from the book of First Corinthians, First Corinthians three eighteen to twenty three. Allow me to to call upon Brother Amon Kansime, who is the minister of today. Brother, you're welcome. Tell us what you what God has put on your heart. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, my sister Yvonne. Uh, hope I'm audible. Can you hear me, uh, Yvonne? Yes, I can. All right. Um, yes, I thank God for this time, uh, for the opportunity the Lord has given me to minister to his children on this day. Uh, some of us, it's, uh, it's a relaxing day. Others, it's a busy day. Uh, like on my side, it's, uh, it's quite busy. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm speaking from the village because we are having conference that is beginning tomorrow. Actually, it started today with the church service and uh, the preacher was from one of us. And uh, so keep praying with us that God's, God's way will continue to be revealed in us and that he will give us strength. And also I thank the cathedral management for considering me on this day, uh, to, sorry, for considering me to minister to the people on this day. Because when I saw the program, I quickly ran to, uh, to what is happening. Actually, I, I, I quickly checked on the, the date because I first saw my name and then I was like, let me see the date. And uh, so I was like, ah, this day would be in the village. But I, I asked God to give me the grace. And uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that the grace God has given it to me. And I'm able to deliver what he has put on his uh, on my mind. Yeah, I, I thank God for the gift of salvation and uh, and what is enabling me to do. Because um, when I checked that uh, it would be 18th and 18th happened to be the village was like, oh my God, would I make it? But as I said, I asked God, God give me the grace to do the needful, not to disappoint your people and also to disappoint you because we are the managers of time and, and, and yes, we are the managers of time. 
So we thank God for this day. Uh, you are most welcome. All of you have logged on. May God uh, take us through this topic together that at the end of the day, we'll, uh, we'll understand how to escape the wisdom of this age. Yes, I'm in, I'm, I'm in Metoma, Katagata, Itara Church of Uganda. That's where I am now. And uh, I believe that God will continue to do his will. Pray the Lord. Yes, the topic for today is escaping the wisdom of this age. Brethren, we have been looking at the topic of the divine, 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 divine. Let me just stop it at that. Yeah, divine revelation, divine mercy, divine hope, divine help, divine, divine visitation. So as as we as we wait upon God's divine intervention, we need to ask God to open our, our ears, our eyes, so that we'll be able to escape the wisdom of this age. Because the wisdom of this age can easily lead us into hell. And at the end of the day, the name of the Lord will, of the Lord will not be glorified in us. So the writer of this of this of this chapter of this book, uh, one Corinthians, is we are all aware that is Apostle Paul. Uh, he was um, writing to the church in Corinth about what was happening. Remember, this letter was written to believers, not non-believers. So. As we listen, we have a tendency of listening. And then as you listen, something touches you, then you are like, I wish my husband was here. I wish my child was here. I wish my, and yet is not a believer. She's not a believer. And then so we keep on passing on. We keep on pushing the message away from us. This letter was written by Paul to believers, not non-believers. So I pray that as we go through it, through these few verses, that the Holy Spirit will continue to, to convict us, to show us how and how and when we need to escape from the wisdom of this age. Yeah, um, wisdom, uh, according to biblical perspective, is defined as a capacity of mind that allows us to understand life from God's perspective. That is wisdom, according to biblical perspective. Uh, biblical perspective. And on the other way, according to our perspective, it is the capacity of mind that that helps us to understand life from world perspective. For example, uh, one of the one of the boys who who is who is here at home, he was actually is working on on our house, and he was like. Yes, we need to make money. We need to make money. So I asked him how. Uh, last night they 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 did he did gambling. So I was like, my brother, that's not that's not how how things that's that's not how money multiply, because they, there is a principle, and it is based on biblical. It is based on on biblical perspective. So, what the perspective looks at at wisdom as any opportunity it can be steering. It can be lying, it can be uh, rumamongering, it can be any other thing that uh, that, that ushers us or that or that uh, that opens us to something that we are not, that we are not familiar of. Oh, we are at times we are familiar, 
at times we are, we are, we are expectant, but we just apply worldly wisdom. So if, if we are to be children, if we are to be soldiers, if we are to be visited by the Holy Spirit, we need wisdom so that you will be able to see and also to find a way in us. Uh, there are source of wisdom. There are source of wisdom. Oh, where does wisdom come from? The wisdom that you have, the wisdom that I have. Sometimes yeah, people say, ah, so and so has spoken words of wisdom. Where is the source? How do we measure? How, how do we, yes, how do we measure that this, the, uh, or how do we determine actually the, the best word? How do we determine that this word or this wisdom is from, is from God or is from the devil? I was like, ah, this man, is, uh, he spoke words of wisdom. When in actual sense, the source was not the, was, was Satan. So there are sources of wisdom, which as, as believers, I, I want us to understand or to look at so that besides that, you know that the devil is, is, is pushing us into a corner where he will be able to squeeze us. One of the sources of wisdom is Proverbs. Uh, Godly wisdom is Proverbs from uh, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. Uh, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6 says, uh, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So you see, one of the sources of wisdom is God. Because from his mouth comes word or come word of, word of wisdom, of knowledge and understanding. From him, so for, for, for you and I, that wisdom that you have, I'm wise, I'm, where is its source? We have seen that uh, in Proverbs chapter 2, verse, verse 6, uh, says, for the Lord gives wisdom. So who gave us wisdom? Who gave your ancestors that wisdom? Or who gave your koja or your auntie that wisdom that on such and such a function, you must do like this? Hey, it's culture. What is culture? Even the Bible has culture. So for us, which culture are we following? Is it based on biblical perspective? Or it's based on, it's based on world perspective. So we have seen that uh, the Lord is the source of wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So when did we just hear God? When did we just see or encounter him speaking to us? Do we have that experience? Oh, we are like something told me something. I had my, someone was telling me that for her, I think for her, uh, when she's, she's about to do something, uh, she has a, a mom who died some time back. She hears him say, don't do that. And immediately, should she, she, should she go there? Should find problems. And so I was telling her, my dear, there is a counterfeit in that. You need to silence that, that voice. The Bible has told us that from the mouth of the Lord comes, uh, come wisdom and understanding. Then another, another source is also God. In, in first Kings chapter three, verse five to 15, still we see Solomon as the story of Solomon. Solomon was made a king and, <coughs> excuse me. And in that process, when he slept in the night, 
God spoke to him. It's, it was a long story. God spoke to him. And so even in the, in the same dream, he asked him, ask me anything that you want. And then Solomon asked wisdom and understanding. So now you see Solomon had a conversation with the Lord in the dream. So for us, when we sleep, whom do we converse with? With that person that normally occupies your dreams. Is it the thing that you have? At times you, you dream like maybe some of you who drive. Like I was driving a nice car and a heavy Prado like this. Oh, I was talking with this. I was counting money. I was. So we see Solomon. He had a, had a long conversation with the Lord in the realm of the spirit. Remember, he was sleeping. He, told, he asked him, ask me anything that you want. Solomon asked wisdom. So from the Lord, we see another source is also God. So there is no way we will escape this wisdom. Sorry, there is no way escape from uh, escape God, uh, escape God if we are to be true children. Don't trust in your own understanding because our own understanding can easily bring us down. The Bible says in Proverbs again, chapter chapter 3, verse, uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, says, trust, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and, and, and he shall direct your path. So who directs our path? Who directed your path in this morning? Who is that person that directed you to do that which you have done, to put on that 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 put on that dress or that shirt that you that you put on when you are going to church? Because at times, uh, not at times, God will always speak to us. There was a time I used to iron my my clothes. By then, I was still single. I I used to iron my clothes. I put them as as like. Uh, now tomorrow, because uh, tomorrow is a Sunday, I'll put on this trousers and this shirt. And in the morning, I'm in the bathroom. The Holy Spirit is like, don't do, don't do that. Put on the other, put on the other shirt. One time we had a conference, which was uh, which was mixed. It was mixed with many things, so the many many denominations. And so this particular day, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I I, I used to ha- not I, used, I have a T-shirt that is written intercessors for Uganda and it is old. Sorry, not old. Is, I think I bought it in 20, 2018 or 20, I think 20, 2018. I bought it in 2018. Now that was 2019. And so we had a conference. That particular day, which was the third day, uh, the Holy Spirit, as I was in the bathroom, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I was like, put on that intercessors for Uganda, that T-shirt, that T-shirt for intercessors for Uganda. So quickly, I put it on and I went for the conference. When we reached in the conference, after, uh, after, after like two, three hours of prayer, they were like, uh, the next, the next move, we are going to do a prayer action at the source of the Nile. And we want to select people who have understanding, people who have knowledge on what it means praying on location. And one of the leaders, the, the, actually the leader of that session was one, of us from intercessors for Uganda. So when he was given a microphone to choose, 
he was like so 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 you say i was choosing i was chosen so god gives us wisdom but at times you are like i'm going to put on this skirt and get back over i'm going to show them that i have money you even use expensive you even buy both it with expensive because you want to you want to kill you are dressing to kill so so you realize that the source of wisdom is the devil another source which is the third one is from godre parents godre parents again proverbs chapter 1 verse uh, verse verse 1 proverbs 1 sorry proverbs 1 verse 8 to 10 says uh, my son hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of the of your mother for you will be for they will be a gracious ornament on your head and chains about your neck and chains about your neck my son if sinners entice you do not consent yes do not consent so you see god reparents now supposing now the, like uh, you you are an god reparent which wisdom can you give like maybe you have sons who have daughters you are like my dear if you are if you bring me son sorry if you bring if you bring me your your friend he has to come with around the title the car keys um the school which he went through should you should he, should that girl should that boy gets someone from from not from that school which you unspeted that is a, an automatic reject ah no i don't want this mm, which tribe mm, those things godre uh, godre parents are the source of godre wisdom my son so what do we teach our children what do we teach our children uh use uh, who uh, some of you who who knows, uh me and my wife we we have a, a a girl she's our niece she stays with us at home and uh, you saw her when she had just come you saw how she was attacked how she was in bitter uh, in serious attacks so when she started sorry when sorry when she started to to get better we we we, we told to her we are like so now if if this person comes what would you do and she was like i cannot even greet her so we took her through the season of, through the session of forgiveness understanding we were cause we are like these are some this so what do we student when we are at home because the bible says in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 that teach them teach them this word when you sit on your on your hands as symbols talk about it when you sit around the fire when you walk on the road so you when you are driving your children what is it that you are doing with them what is it that you are teaching them Yeah so may the road have have mercy Deuteronomy chapter chapter 6 verse 4 says here O Israel the road your god is one you shall have the road your god with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength and these words which i command you today shall be in your heart you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk and shall talk of them when you sit in your house when you walk in the by the way when you write down 
and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your on your hand, and you shall, and they shall be as as frontlets between between your eyes. You shall write you shall you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. What is it that is written on our gates? Is it pride? Is it anger? Is it bitterness? Some of you are bitter with your husband. You are, you are bitter at your husbands. You are bitter at your spouses. You are bitter, bitter. Your aunties, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like this, but because of my auntie, because of my uncle, because of what? And then you keep on, you keep on instilling such, such things to, to the next generation. We have some schools in Western Uganda. Um, these ones, they are in Rukunjiri. To be specific, they are in Rukunjiri. I don't know if if that culture has has ended, but there was there was there was a trend. Whenever a, a senior one child would come or a student would report, the older student would teach they would teach would teach would teach them. Like this school, uh, like the enemy school. This school is like this and this and this because of that. Never, 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 never get a boyfriend or a girlfriend from that school or never interact. With that girl or with that boy in uh, yes. So what is it that we are transferring to the next generation? God parents. Now you can understand that the source of worldly wisdom is the opposite. And God parents um from the devil, because Satan himself can put you in a class and then he teaches, he begins to teach you. This is how to do, this is what you have to do. This is the, the makeup you are to use this day. This is the dress you are, because once you put on this dress, you are going to church or you are going to the market. Men will look at you and they would admire you. Women would look like that. If you drive, if you do this, if you move with, with this, in, in this, admire you. So my, my friends, my brothers and sisters, may the Lord help us, may the Lord help us, that we learn to seek, that we learn to seek the wisdom, which is from God. Now this takes us to this takes us to the next the next the next phase or the next subheading. Uh, we escape this wisdom of this age. How how can we escape this wisdom of this age? Number one is uh, don't allow to be deceived by by your hand by your hands by what your hands have made or achieved uh in in first kings sorry in first in first corinthians our key our 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 area of study verse 18 says let no one deceive himself if anyone among among you seems to be wise in this age let him become a fool that he may that he may become wise so how can we escape from this Wordly wisdom, or this wisdom of this age, by not deceiving ourselves with what our hands have achieved. If God enabled you to have that, to have that property you have, to have that certificate you have, to have that qualification, to have that family, to be married in that family, to have that that that, uh, that, that husband, that husband, or to marry that beautiful woman. Don't say it's because I was clever, it's because I, I was rich. No, don't be deceived. Because the Bible says that if anyone, if sorry, let any let anyone deceive him, 
let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise, let him in this age, let him become a fool. So I'm not saying that you begin to reason like, uh, like fools. No. Become a fool in the Lord. Understand that you have nothing without Christ. Without Christ, you cannot have anything. It's Christ who gave you that wisdom. It's Christ, it's God who gave you, who gave you that strength. It's God who gave you that favor. Because favor, uh, favor, well, favor is also from the Lord. So don't exhort yourself, become a fool that you may understand what God wants you to, to know. Then uh, uh, my, my number two is that trust in the Lord and, and, and lean not on, on your own understanding. That is Proverbs chapter three, verse five to, 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 to six. Now three verse seven says, don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. The fear the road and depart from evil. That is one way, that is an, another way of, of escaping from this age. Because this age will, will, will tell you, if you have this, you, if you don't have this, you will not have a successful marriage, or you will not have a successful family, or you will not, not be successful in Uganda. If you don't speak this, this language, the language of the, one time we were, we were going to a certain sensitive office, Man, my colleagues, by then I was working. So uh, we reached at the gate and we, we called them, like we knocked. Actually, we found the, the security and they asked us, who are you? We presented ourselves, of, of course, we are using English. Then now that person called, uh, in, called the office where we are going. And then the officer who are there asked him, which language are they speaking? So he was like, they are speaking Rinyakore and you know, they are, sorry, they are speaking English and what are their names? We showed them our identity cards. So I was like, the, visitor, the, the people I'm expecting, they speak Rinyakore. So immediately we, we changed to Rinyakore, they, they opened for us. You see, that is what real wisdom. And so here's someone saying, my dear, if we don't speak certain language, you not be able to go through. No, don't try. They should not write you. Speak the language of the kingdom. No one should intimidate you. Speak the language of the kingdom. And then the kingdom will respond. Because we are not serving, we are not serving worldly masters. We are serving, we are serving the, the God of heaven. So speak the language of, of, the, of, of the God of heaven. Don't trust in your own understanding. Lean on the road. Fear the road and depart from evil. Speaking certain languages, paying bribes or what, all that is the language of the devil. And the Bible is telling us to fear God and depart from the devil. Verse 8 of Proverbs chapter 3 says, It is health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Yeah. When we trust on when we trust in the road. That is, it will have a pass. It will have a pass. Escape from this, from the wisdom of this age. Someone will, be, will come with, with, with some weird words and will, will say, no, this is not what I'm told to do. This is what, this is not what, what I'm instructed to do. Another point is Acts chapter 28, verse, uh, verse 1 to 6. 
and the point is shake off the shake off that creature that is around your hand acts 28 the acts of the apostles chapter 28 uh, verse 1 says now when they had escaped they found when when they had when they had escaped they they then found out that the island was co was called Martha, and the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us a welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a band a band of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out out a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on its on his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer whom him though has, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to live. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm, pray the Lord. So shake off that creature that is around your heart or that is that has fastened itself around your hand and what is that that creature uh number one creature is anger some of us we are believers we we, we accepted christ as our as our lord and personal savior but anger is still part of us no i'm like this what is it that then when we hear someone begin by mentioning himself by mentioning that that statement, know what follows. So shake off that anger, shake it off from your heart, because the Bible says that in doing so, it will be hated to us. Then another thing is bitterness. In it is bitterness. Bitterness. What is it that is on our hearts? Unforgiveness. Because of course, bitterness goes hand in hand with unforgiveness. I'll never forgive him. Because this is what he did. I was supposed to get this contract, but because of so and so, I, I, I wasn't able. So the Holy, the, the, the Holy Spirit is telling us to shake off that creature. Shake off that creature of bitterness and forgiveness. Maris, it's you who want good things. Should you meet someone with a, with a unique thing, the, your heart begins to boil. Your heart begins to boil. Maris. Some of some of us, we go in fellowships. It can be home sales, it can be, it can be mother's union, father's union, your youth, or what. And then uh, for example, I say this this and this day, uh, this uh, you should you should come and fellowship at my home. And then now should you come and find a unique thing. Your heart begins to boil, and because of that, it has even developed competition. Some of us even go ahead and we hire things because we want to show off. That is malice. Then there is pride, wanting to make to do your own things, wanting to do your to take on your own decisions. Pride. What is it that is on our hearts? What is it that is in, that is in our minds? That pride, I thank God I'm, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm staying on this and this plot. That is pride. Even if, even someone who, 
that is so may the Lord help us shake off may the Lord help us shake off that creature my brothers and sisters may the Holy Spirit this evening this night or this evening take you through so that you learn to shake off that creature that creature of pride and that pride has even as even hindered our faith because they are like, uh, you are uh, there is like you are in the meeting and you are like this is what is needed and then you are like why will this money come from pride maybe you you sit in a meeting and then we begin to over like we begin to, to to despise them they are like our budget is 23 million and maybe you are the you look you look at yourself as a chief don and you are like maybe you need to cut that budget you don't even look at God as the source of provision because he is the source he is the owner of resources so pride pride believers uh, believers Paul wrote the, 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 the he wrote the Galatians 5 verse 19 he talks about the acts of the flesh so pride may the Lord may the Lord enable us to repent of pride to to, to repent of pride because it has become a hindrance it has become a hindrance. It has even still, uh, hindered our faith. Pride, pride. Last, last week, but one, the Holy Spirit, I was praying at 3 a.m. And then the Holy Spirit uh, took me, uh, he, he, he took me to, he, to, he challenged me to repent of that issue of pride. Because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. What is it that we are hearing? Pride, shake, shake it off, shake off that, that, that serpent, immorality, immorality. It can be sexual immorality, if sexual immorality is even in believers, immorality. Drunkardness, my God. Fanga, people are in, they are in Christian, Christian, Christian gatherings, but alcohol is part of them. I have a, a, a friend who is a Buddhist. He pastors a church in Namirembe, in one of the churches in Namirembe. And he, was, he told me it was, a, it was a father's, mother's union, uh, uh, you know how they, uh, the, the function. And then the guy invited the chief preacher. He was an archdeacon of a certain church, of a certain archdeaconary. He came and preached to where he preached the word. And then now this guy, he was like, I wish these people, like, because he knew that, he knew, he knew his congregation, he was like, I wish now this, I, I, I know that now these people have been touched. But the unfortunate part of it is that when the archdeacon went, uh, uh, when he went and then they started eating and drinking and eating and marrying, they had, they had, hidden, they had hidden alcohol under the tables you know these tables which where you put tablecloth and they cover everything. They started pouring out those those bottles and those cans under the bottle. The guy was like, I was ashamed. I was ashamed. So, mothers' union members who are on this call, how do you do your fellowships? How do you do your home visit by days? How do we? How do you do that? What is it that is in your uh, that is in your store? What is it that is in your fridges? You see, I'm fat. I have to take alcohol. You see, you see, no. Alcoholism is, is putting fellowships, is putting organizations down, is putting believers down. 
this side where I come from, uh, they, they, they have my, there is a lot is happening in the in the in the market world. There are a lot of alcohol types, and then you find someone drinking the alcohol. This one is medicine, and even when they are advertising, they are like, "Cavity, cavity, it's mine. It's medicine, no, it's not medicine. It's just intoxicating, intoxicating your body and also your soul." So what is it that we do? The Bible is telling us that Paul shook off that creature, he shook off the serpent that was on his on, on his hand. So my brothers and sisters, may the Lord teach us shake off. If we are to be if we are to be children of if we are to be called children of the Most High, we have to shake off fear. We have to shake off fear. Fear. Fear even hinders us from, from standing with people. It hinders us from taking on certain ventures. It hinders us from doing certain things. Fear. May the Lord have mercy on us. I know fear is still part of me. I always repent of fear. So as we are praying, may the Lord teach us to repent and, and, help, and God help us to, to, to get rid of fear because it is hindering our fellowship with God. Then, uh, Another point is meditate on the word of, of God. Psalm 63. Meditating on the word of God is another way of, escape, of escaping from fear. Uh, Psalm 63. Uh, verse, uh, Psalm 63 verse... Uh, uh, let me, yes, verse 8 says, let me begin from verse 9, from verse 6. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in, in the night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. So meditate on the word of God. Even when you are asleep, when you are asleep, meditate on his word. Don't meditate on what has failed you. Don't meditate on what may be what is what is on your bank account. Because what is on your bank account, it is there, it's for it's for you. Don't meditate on it. Don't meditate on your salary because no one can no one can can, can change your salary. Don't meditate on it. Some of you are salary earners now, it is it is 18th. Your budget is already shooting up. Don't meditate on things that would hinder your fellowship with God. David says that I meditate on 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 the on your word or on your precepts. Don't waste time in meditating on what you have achieved or what you have or what have or what you have failed to to achieve. Just meditate on the on God's precepts. And he will make your life better and your journey smooth. If we have to, if we want, if we have to be, if we want to be a smooth journey, let's meditate on the word of God. There is a song in Come and Worship. It says, "It's not an easy road." My brothers and sisters, the journey of salvation is not an easy road. We have to meditate on the word of God. We have to meditate on God, and in meditating on, in doing so, you make our path straight. Bring. Um, yes, verse five, verse five of, of, 
of chapter of chapter 60 of Psalm 63 verse 5 I says my soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness and my and my mouth shall sing so and, and my mouth shall praise you with joy so with joyful lips joyful lips let's sing praises with joyful lips and you see what what informs our lips to be joyful is the state of the heart so should your state of the, of your heart be negative be negative trust me that even your praise will be negative and because god looks at heart you look at you and is like this person is just performing is not is not worshiping me is not bringing praises to me but is just performing so may we, may we not be performers in our closets may we not be performers may be may we be praise may we, may we be true worshipers of the word of god while meditating on 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 the lord's precepts bring repentance of those sins you have committed because the word of god is a lamp unto our feet as you are meditating on god's word he will show you that on this day you you rumored or you you uh, you you ear talked about this person or you you uh, you you would see with your husband you deceived your wife you deceived your what and then god will will, will take you to through a moment of 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 repentance don't consider any sin you have committed after repentance you will be able to escape the wisdom of this age the bible says it say that he who considers his sins will not prosper but whoever renounces them will find mercy so if you want to find mercy let's not be majestic let's not be majestic if you are proud if you are if you are bitter if you are if you if you are fond of despising just bring it before the lord you see god i'm no i'm not content I'm despise your children just forgive me and have mercy on me then five uh, another point is which would be my last point is offer your body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to the lord that is romans chapter 12 of offering your body as a living sacrifice romans chapter 12 of romans chapter 12 of verse uh verse 12 of sorry verse 1 says romans 12 of verse 1 uh verse 1 it says for verse 1 says uh i beseech you therefore brethren by by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable service hey you are reasonable service our reasonable service to the lord is by offering our bodies as a living sacrifice even if offering bringing offertories in the in the, in, in 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 church is extremely good but is not sufficient it is not enough without offering our bodies as a living sacrifice you see jesus was very clear jesus is very clear on his word It's like if you are going to offer a sacrifice and you find that you have a contention or you have a, an issue with your brother leave it at the altar no one is interested on that that offering leave it there first go and reconcile with your brother and your sister 
and then come back and offer your sacrifice. The Bible said that in, by offering our bodies as a living sacrifice is our reasonable service to the Lord. That's what we, that's what we can do, and it will, it, will, it will give us favor, it will earn us favor, it will earn us joy in the presence of the Lord. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. How do we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice? In clothes, we, we put on. What do we put on? Some of us, as I said in the beginning, we put on to kill. We put on to challenge. I'm going for this fellowship. And this, I want this woman to see that I'm, 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 also, I'm also there. There is also competition of cars. Someone comes driving uh, a, a, a car, then he looks at his right car. I think uh, there is some people they are almost reaching at an extent of ordering for, for personal limousines because of competition. Because this, uh, I cannot drive a car of 20 millions. I have to order a car of, 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 of 90, of 100, of 600 millions. And then even your salary cannot even allow you to, to have that. But you go on and do what? And, uh, and, 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 and borrow. Some of the people and, and serious debts because of competition, what is it that what is it that want to show off? The Bible is telling us to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. What do we believe in? That that the Apostles' Creed we normally recite recite on on Sunday, almost on every Sunday. Are you sure that we are believing? Are you sure that you are believing in in, in the Lord? I believe in the Lord, the Father, the God Almighty. And God is there seeing you. The, your heart is believing, maybe in your husband, the heart is, your heart is believing in your child because maybe has gone to America to study, maybe has gone to, to campus to study, maybe has gone to school, maybe has, he, has, he, has, uh, he, has, uh, he has excelled. Should he come with, uh, with, with poor performances, with poor performances, even your reciting of that Apostles' Creed will reduce, like uh, I think now. We have a tendency, we believers, of believing in the road, trusting in the road when we are happy, when we are joyful. But when our hearts are, when we are in need, when we are sick, we begin to trust in other things. So what is it that we believe in? And the Bible is saying that by offering our bodies as a living sacrifice, that is a reasonable service. To the road. That is what we can offer the road and it will be acceptable. That, the clothes we, we put on. The, the 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 markets we go to, the, the the schools we take children to, the what wherever it will that is our, our that is our reasonable service to the road can bring dollars and billions and billions of money in the church, but if you are not in the road, you will just yes we'll bring it, priests will come it they will or they will they will bless it it will do the work of God, but in the book of heaven you are not you are not registered there. So may the Lord have mercy on us. May the Lord teach us trust in the Lord. So as I conclude, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. For the wisdom of, uh, verse, verse, verse 19 says, uh, says um, for the wisdom of this word is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise, in their own craftiness. So the wisdom of this word is foolishness with God. 
Then another point is that God catches the craft in their craft in their craftiness. He knows the, the thoughts of the wise that they that they are fruit that they are futile, and therefore no one should be no one should uh, no one should boast in men. Instead, know Christ and make him known to those who haven't known him, brethren. That's what the Lord has. Uh, that's what the Lord put on on my heart, and let's pray that God will continue to to take uh, to to explain so that teach us uh, this thing of escaping from the wisdom of this age. Our God and our Father, we worship. We give you glory for this evening. We thank you for enabling for enabling me to go to 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 share on this topic of escaping the wisdom of this age. Lord, I know that I'm not a good speaker, but with you. I'm, I'm, I'm competent with you. I can do all things through you who strengthens me in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask that these words that I've shared would sink at the bottom of our hearts, would change, would change us, would transform us, would transform our work with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Our God and our Father, ask that Lord will take charge. In Jesus' name we have prayed and have prayed and believed. Amen. Amen. Over to you, my sister Yvonne. God bless Amen. you. God bless you. Amen. Amen, Brother Kansime. This indeed has been a conviction from the Holy Spirit. And I believe that, that we have heard because the Bible says that he who has the ears, let him hear what the Lord is saying. We thank you so much for convicting us on so many things in regards to escaping the things, the wisdom of this age. You've talked about so many things. And before we do the prayer responses as quickly as we could, um, let us receive this uh, word. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come into your presence once again giving you thanks for all that you've done to us, Lord, giving you thanks for today's message. Most of it was hard to swallow, but we give you praise because you tell us in the Bible that it is, it is the Father that disciplines the Son. And so we thank you for disciplining us and convicting us from all the things that, you've, that Brother Kansime has talked to us about. We receive this message and we pray that let it manifest into our lives, into our thoughts, into our actions, that we pinpoint Holy Spirit, come and search our hearts and pinpoint the areas that we are, we are, if you find us wanting, so that we become indeed living sacrifices. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So our brother has spoken a lot of, um, a lot of hard topics. And um, I don't know if most of you knew today was, was Father's Day. And the Bible tells us that, that the Lord is our Father and the Father disciplines a child. And discipline for, his, for the child is it's painful for a little while, but it, is, it, is, um, it creates character. And the Bible also tells me that that when God punishes us or when God convicts us, it's not because he does not love us, but because he loves us and he wants us to, to check our ways. So today, surely it has been 
it has been a, a good beating to most of us. So our brother has talked about so many things. And um, one thing that really came to mind is that we need to learn to put on, to put off and put on. So one of the things that we have to put off are the, the things he talked about regarding um, how do we escape. So we have to put off our self-exaltation. We have to put off all the things that are listed in Galatians 5, 9 to 20, the anger, the bitterness, the malice, the pride. So let us first pray for those. Father, we come in your presence. Just as Paul said that we need to forget the past and look forward to the future. Father, we pray that you, you help us to forget the past in regarding to our characters, in regarding to our arrogance, in our, regarding to our self-exaltations, anything that, that is in relation to character. Father, we pray that you help us to put it off. Anger, bitterness, malice, pride, fear, my Lord and my Savior, we pray that you put it off. In the same spirit, we pray, King of glory, that you have mercy on us, O oh Lord. Some of us, we could be having even these things, but we do not even know what they are. Help us to shake off these creatures. Holy Spirit, come and search our hearts and let us know the things that disqualify us, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. He also talked about um, uh, putting on med meditation. Uh, putting on, um, putting putting on a lot of things, but he also said that we have to remember that we have to offer our bodies, our bodies as living sacrifices. We have to to we we have to meditate in the Word of God because it's through the Word of God that there is wisdom, and those are one of the things he said where wisdom comes from. He said it comes from the Word of God. And he also told us to um, to, to to put on um, to put on to put on the trust that we have in the Lord. So we have to learn to trust in the Lord in all our ways. At this moment, he said that um, does God even tell us which shirts we are supposed to put on? Have we reached to that point where God makes decisions even to the things we call little in our lives? Uh, does he tell us when to wake up and when to sleep? Have we reached that point of trusting God with the things we think that we can manage? So that is something that we have to put on. It is, it is a bit hard for some of us, but I believe that trusting in the Lord more and understanding him, it becomes a little bit easier. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for, for this word, Lord. Allow us to learn to put on your glory, to put on your, your wisdom, to put on your trust, Lord. Allow us to, to become less so that you become more, my Lord. For you tell us in First Corinthians um, 1, where you say that you use, the you, use, you use foolish your foolishness to deceive the wise of this world. Father, we pray that allow us to put off to put off the foolish, to put off the wisdom of this world and to put on your wisdom, my Lord and my Savior. I therefore call upon you, my Lord, that you teach us to trust in you, even in the things that we think we can manage.
Let us all give it all to you, Lord. We give you praise and thanks and we magnify your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, Brother Amon has, has talked about so many things. And I do believe that a seed indeed has been planted in our hearts. We pray that it grows and its roots go deep, chasing away anything that could be in our hearts and in our minds, in our spirit, Lord, that does not speak to you. We thank you for this seed and we pray, Lord, that you say that the planting of the seed and the watering is ours. We pray that you give us the grace to remember this conviction, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.